This podcast is for general educational and entertainment purposes only and should not be considered medical, practice management, legal, investment, or other professional advice. No one should act or refrain from acting based on this podcast without obtaining appropriate professional advice. Stories are powerful and they can change people's hearts and they can change people's minds about things that are uncomfortable. So as we talk about Faces of Blue and sharing stories, I encourage all patients, all physicians to really do that, whether it's through us or another venue, because you never know who that's going to resonate with and really make a difference. Welcome to Gastro Broadcast, brought to you by Gastrologics. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Weinstein. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Dr. Milena Gould Suarez, an associate professor at Baylor College of Medicine in Houston, Texas, and Aaron Peterson, the Mission and Partnership Director at the Colon Cancer Coalition. As you know, March is Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month, and the Colon Cancer Coalition's Faces of Blue campaign seeks to highlight stories of patients and families touched by colorectal cancer. Dr. Suarez received her medical degree from the University of Buffalo, completed advanced training at the University of Pennsylvania School of Medicine and Tufts University New England Medical Center, and leads the Baylor College of Medicine's Colorectal Cancer Clinical Advisory Board. Erin is passionate about colorectal cancer screening and prevention and addressing early onset colorectal cancer. She also sits on the steering committee for the Minnesota Cancer Alliance. Dr. Suarez and Erin, welcome to Gastro Broadcast. It's great to have you. Thank you so much. Thank you, it's great to be here. Erin. Tell us about Faces of Blue campaign and what inspired the Colon Cancer Coalition to provide families a platform to share these stories. Sure. Well, the Faces of Blue story series came about in 2012. Uh, we were looking for a way for patients and their families to share stories, as well as provide a place for others on the colorectal cancer journey to find stories of others that were going through similar things, looking to find stories of hope, um, both in the positive outcomes from treatment and also in the caregiver stories and the way that caregivers are able to find resolve and move on following the death of a loved one from colorectal cancer. It started as a Colon Cancer Awareness Month initiative and has grown and expanded over the years through the incredible support of patients and their families and the willingness to share these stories. We're grateful to the support of our partners at Salix and others who have helped us expand the series so we can offer patients not the opportunity just to write their own stories, but also talk with a writer to tell stories for those that aren't comfortable actually writing. Um, not everyone is comfortable doing that. I'm certainly somebody like that. It always helps to have a scribe in the room uh, for mm -hmm. me, uh, even writing down histories. Uh, Dr. Suarez, how did you get involved in Faces of Blue and the Colon Cancer Coalition? That's a great question. Um, I remember sort of seeing, um, somehow, I don't know if it was social media, but seeing the Faces of Blue campaign and I became interested in it. Um, my story sort of inspired me to go into GI, um, having a grandmother who passed away from colon cancer. And so I wanted to share my story as well. I came into the colorectal cancer space not knowing anyone. I had had one connection, one very small connection with colon cancer. I came from a marketing background and it was really these stories, the faces of blue and learning and talking with other patients that made me passionate about this work. 
talking with young survivors and the family members of those that have been lost, stories are powerful and they can change people's hearts and they can change people's minds about things that are uncomfortable. So as we talk about Faces of Blue and sharing stories, I encourage all patients, all physicians to really do that, whether it's through us or another venue, because you never know who that's going to resonate with and really make a difference. Um, it's great. I, I, I certainly um, have had some very inspirational stories myself. I, I remember uh, taking care of a Washington Post reporter, uh, a, young, a young man, 41 years old. Um, and uh, he, this is 20 years ago, uh, and he was certainly instrumental in uh, getting me to have a colonoscopy, uh, being at about the same age. And it's those kind of uh, stories that uh, certainly ring true with a lot of patients. Um, uh, Aaron, uh, who's, who's the target audience for the campaign? Are you, who are you trying to reach? Is it uh, people who are re- reluctant to get colon cancer screening? Is it people who've been diagnosed or, or both? I think really both. Ultimately, we want people to get screened for colorectal cancer. And if hearing stories of people who have been screened and had cancer found early and are fine now encourages someone to get screened, that would be great. If we find people that are encouraged by wanting to be there for their loved one and learning stories of people who have unfortunately not been able to do so because of a diagnosis found later, because of a delayed screening. Those are all stories we want to tell. And again, we really do want to provide these stories as a way for others to find that support and comfort in their own diagnosis as well. Dr. Suarez, as a physician, why do you think this is such an important campaign Uh, What are the misconceptions or misinformation about colorectal cancer that you're trying to correct? Yeah, I think, well, one of the points that you brought up earlier with the uh, reporter that was 41, I think there is a misconception um, that this only affects older people. Um, And while, you know, older age is a risk factor, we're definitely seeing it in younger patients. And so having patients share their stories, I think, is monumental in um, having our patients sort of see and believe that that they are also at risk and getting screened is so important and also highlighting things that are not normal so um, I think a lot of the patients are very open in sharing that having blood in your stool is not always hemorrhoids and needs to be evaluated Uh, so I think it is really important that we have patients share their stories. And I think this is one way that I can convince patients or we as a whole can convince people that it's really important to get your whole, you know, get screening on some level um, so that we can treat patients at earlier stages. Uh, absolutely agree. Um, you know, it's just, I think in most communities, uh, colorectal cancer screening is still probably running in the 60 to 65 percent range. We have a huge number of patients in communities that don't get screened and certainly in underserved communities or um, people uh, from uh, various uh, locales around the city don't have access. In Houston, I imagine there are issues. How do you how do you do outreach into those communities that are a little bit resistant? So that's a great question, and that's really my passion. I work at the county hospital 
Um, I work with uh, an outreach program at Baylor College of Medicine, and we have, um, there are plays that have been created in Vietnamese, Spanish, um, and for the African-American communities by playwrights in those communities um, in Spanish and Vietnamese, and then obviously English uh, for those communities. And so we provided those plays. We provided um, colon cancer screening information in different languages. I've gone out to the community. So there's a lot of outreach to really engage these people um, and have them understand the risks. And, and that's a huge passion of mine. So we've been working on that. Yeah, you have to go meet them in their community. Yeah, I think that's exactly certainly what we see here in Washington, D.C. Aaron, what's the, what's the response you're seeing from the uh, Faces of Blue campaign? Um, what impact do you hope to uh, in sharing these stories uh, will have amongst uh, particularly those underserved communities that are not getting uh, screening? Uh, that's a great question. We do try to really find stories from those diverse communities because we know that um, African-Americans and others in some of the underserved communities really resonate with stories of people like them. So finding stories of the um, you know, black male who was screened and found cancer early and is fine are really impactful within the community. And we see as those stories are shared uh, both on our website and through social media that they just get some traction that people re- and it really resonates. Uh, we also sharing stories like Dr. Suarez's and other uh, those others practicing in the field. We've seen that humanization of your care team as well. That the doctors that are seeing you for you know something that can be relatively embarrassing, right? You have blood in your stool. You don't know what's going on. You know we've shared over 350 stories over the past 10 years. So being able to you know, post a story that might resonate with someone on some level and encourage them to call their doctor and get a colon cancer screening really is impactful. And you never know what piece of somebody's story is going to resonate with someone that might run across it on a social media feed or be shared by someone um, after they've shared their story as well. Well, I I have to admit, I went on the website and the stories that are shared are absolutely powerful. Um, You know, people's experiences and how they ended up and how they got through surgery and um, those kind of things. It it really does, even with uh, me, it resonates. You Mm -hmm. you sort of uh, see patients who would apply to. Um, You know, independent physicians um, in many communities are uh, trying to engage patients to colorectal cancer screening. Any any other uh, tidbits that you would recommend to independent physician practices in, in uh, communities to participate in, in increasing awareness? Well, an easy one is always, they can always share their own stories. We always want more practicing physicians, more GIs to share why they're involved in the field and we would love to share that. Um, just within the Faces of Blue campaign. And then also patient success stories. One thing that we haven't been able to capture a lot is the person that walked in for their routine colonoscopy. They found a couple polyps. They are fine, have to come back in three years, but cancer was prevented. We would love to share more of those stories, as well as the you know person that walks in at, for their routine screening at age 45. Prep wasn't so great, but they got through it and now they have the all clear for another 10 years. Like those are all those stories in addition to the patient and survivor and caregiver stories that we'd love to hear. And like Dr. Suarez talks about, 
within the communities, like meeting the patients where they are is really key to increasing those screening rates. No, I think that's, uh, you're right. It's, um, you know, fortunately, almost every time everything turns out great. But we don't hear those stories. Those are the stories that... Exactly, exactly. The 98% that turn out just fine are the ones that people don't even talk about. They forget about it quickly. If, if we have patients who have stories, do they? are you the contact? Is somebody... Is there, no, I am. Yeah. So on the website, on coloncancercoalition.org mm-hmm. backslash faces of blue, there is a button right there to submit your story. And as we're talking about the screening age at 45, yesterday actually I received a story from a young man, 47, who was diagnosed stage two with a um, routine colonoscopy at 47 that was recommended because of the lowered screening age. And he's had surgery and is fine. And his doctors have given him the all clear now. And that wouldn't have happened if it hadn't been for the lowered screening age. They would have found it at much, possibly much later stages after 50. No, we're all seeing it. Uh, tell her, uh, Aaron, can you tell the listeners how we can find the Faces of Blue campaign and more information about Colon Cancer Coalition? Sure. The best place to go um, is to our website, coloncancercoalition.org backslash Faces of Blue, and there's no spaces in that. There, um, you'll see all 350 plus stories that we've told over the past you know, decade, as well as a library of informational materials, both for the public to share and also that can be shared within GI practices about the importance of screening, the signs and symptoms, all the things that are, uh, we want patients to know, and then ways to get involved with our organization through our local Get Your Ear and Gear events and other, um, other active activities that we have that offer at the Colon Cancer Coalition. Um, Aaron knows I've been very involved with the um, Get Your Beer and Gear campaign. So um, I've worked with Allison, who is a survivor, um, and we go on to do media. So we speak with radio stations um, and do local uh, sort of awareness campaigns, both just about colon cancer screening, which we usually do in March, and then as the Rate, as we get closer to the race, we discuss the race and promote that on social media um, and on radio stations, sometimes uh, other means. Erin, I just want to say, I noticed that you're wearing blue. Mm-hmm. And good for <laughs> Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Mine's navy. <laughs> I want to thank you both for participating in this, and I really do appreciate sharing uh, your, your experiences. It's really great. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Gastro Broadcast. Find new episodes through Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast fix. For information about our hosts, guests, and supporters, visit gastrobroadcast.com. Produced by Steadfast Collaborative.